That was Taste of Elastic by L.T. Leaf, taken from their brand new album, Come Back to Me But Lightly. That's but with one T. Very important to point out. Changes the title of the album completely, if you spell it the other way. L.T. Leaf will be performing with their band as part of a Lost Map showcase that we're doing at the Macintosh Church in Glasgow, Queen's Cross. Macintosh, Queen's Cross. I think it's called, on Wednesday the 31st of May, accompanied by Amy Mae Ellis, who'll be performing with their band, and me, your host, Picked His Trail. I'll also be performing at that gig, and I felt that playing LT Leaf at the top of the show was just really a ruse just to be able to introduce myself and today's podcast. Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast with me, Picked His Trail, and my guest host, one-time guest host... <laughs> 
<laughs> a cameo appearance from Laura Doherty. Hello. I was wondering, you were talking for quite a while there. I was just like, I'll just, I'll just sit here for a bit. Just have a wee quiet time. Have a little reflect. Just uh, before but, we started recording, I was like, I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not sure I'm ready for this month's podcast. I don't think I've got anything to say. And then I just said it all in yep. the opening minute and a half. You were fine. Never doubt yourself, Johnny. <sighs> I need to have that belief in myself a bit more. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> 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 Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, yes! Laura. Great to see Hello. you. Oh, lovely to see you again. <laughs> again. Yeah, it's not been that long since we saw each other. We St. Paddy's Day pint. That's right. We had a St. Paddy's Day pint. And you were down in Edinburgh for secret reasons. Secret reasons. I'm not having an affair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, nothing's going on. <laughs> a love affair with music. I was down to watch Maranta perform. At their club night that they put on, Microsteria, yes. which was really excellent, which you didn't go to, actually. I, I met didn't. you before that event was happening and you decided to go off for a nice romantic dinner that evening. I did. I had a lovely romantic Greek meal. Controversial on St. Paddy's Day, although I'm not sure what Irish restaurants there are in, in Edinburgh. <laughs> Where would you go for a good Irish meal and what would that be? Well, we did have pints of Guinness beforehand. Okay, there's your that's your meal. So there, that's basically a dinner, isn't it? I know, I'm surprised you actually ate anything after that. That would have been me done. Well, it wouldn't have been me done. It would have been me on my second and then third and then probably <laughs> sixth and seventh pint of Guinness. <laughs> it was quite funny, the place that we went to. I'm, I'm just going to talk about Greek food now. Because mm. they had a, like a cocktail menu, but everything had a sort of just like a Greek spin to it. So it was like a Negroni, but with ouzo in it or whatever. And it was just right. like, oh, why are you doing this? Just give me... And a grody, but it was delicious. It was a del- delicious time. It was a romantic time. It doesn't sound like you had any food in the end. So the, you had pints of Guinness <laughs> and then some Negroni with some ouzo in it. <laughs> and some chips. Actually, to be honest, it's not that different from the experience I had at Microsteria, to be honest. <laughs> but that sounded fun. It was really great. Yeah, it was great to see Miranda perform. Ian from the Pictish Trail Band has got a group called Cat Gut who played at Humbug earlier on this, well, at the end of last year, and they performed on that night as well. And they were fantastic. And a, a group, a duo called Mermaid Chunky performed, who were amazing. Sort of, I don't know how to describe it, sort of experimental, stroke daft, electronic pop music. <laughs> it's not even pop music, it's just electronic weirdness, uh, featuring a recorder and a sax. I'm sold. Yeah, it was really I'm great. In. It was really great. So I saw you then. Yes. And now I'm seeing you via the internet for this episode of the Lost Map podcast. So much to chat about. And we've decided for the first few minutes to chat about Greek booze. (laughs) (laughs) Fine by me. That gig I just mentioned, we've got tickets on sale, not at a Greek (laughs) restaurant or Microsteria, but the Amy (laughs) Nielis and Pictish Trail show is happening at Macintosh Church, Queen's Cross, 31st of May. And you can get tickets from howlinfling.com we've moved all our tickets our lost map tickets to howlinfling.com i have to do it in that voice <laughs> yeah just because it makes everything a little bit easier yeah so go and visit howlinfling.com <laughs> and then maybe visit again later on this month because we'll have news on some other events that we're putting on 
It's Lost Map's 10th anniversary this year, as I know you're already sick of hearing, but we're doing a series of shows up and down the country, which we've not revealed which as yet. Which country are you in? Oh, that's a bit political, isn't it? It is just now. Glorious Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a London weekender that's going to be announced later on this month and also we will have is this a pre-announcement announcement this is a pre-announcement announcement you, you caught it here first what's weird is that this podcast is going out on april 1st and so oh. you might have to <laughs> is it real take anything i say with a pinch of salt or a, a shot of ouzo <laughs> a few people have been asking about it and we are going yeah. to have we're going to be making i guess this oh, is right. the announcement there's going to be a howling fling happening on egg or is there? <laughs> no, there is. This is <laughs> okay. Right. This right, is the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing a podcast on the first of April is not a good market. Sure, Johnny. Play. Like the Isle of Egg is a real place. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big funny joke for ten years. Look, you're going to bankrupt us. I want people to buy tickets. This is real. <laughs> like money is real. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to use their Scottish pound notes to purchase tickets for an upcoming Howland fling. English pound notes are fine as well. Uh, to be honest, no pound notes are acceptable. I think they're not even in circulation anymore, are they? A hashtag currency chat. <laughs> <laughs> One of them had them until quite recently, and then you could take them into the... Was it like England had them? And then you could take them into stores here and like get changed for a fiver because nobody ever expected to see a pound note. Or was it vice versa? I can't remember. People at home are just going, shut up. We want to hear about when the Howland Fling may or may not be happening. <laughs> the Howland what? It's not actually happening. Nothing's happening. It's all a joke. <laughs> okay, so we know how to go to howlandfling.com. Howlandfling.com. <laughs> that was with more authority and a slightly more English accent that time. Oh, a bit racist, but okay. <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> fine <laughs> i'm not authoritative enough with my weird scottish accent well you just sang it in an american accent howlingfling.com that's very true so everyone's www.howlingfling.com w what are they going <laughs> double w full stop <laughs> howlingfling full stop c-o-m <laughs> What will they find when they hit return and their browser does a little swirly guy? 404. <laughs> Forward slash. This site is not recognised. The dates, Johnny. That's what people want. Howland Fling is happening on the Isle of Egg this summer. Where? On Friday the 4th and Saturday the 5th of um, August. Ooh. 2023. That's this year, don't worry. I checked. Tickets will go on sale on the 2nd of August, 2023. <laughs> That's not true. When are tickets on sale, Johnny? Tickets are going to go on sale this month, the month of April, on howlandfling.com. Dot com. <laughs> We're going to make tickets available in advance for Postmap Club members on Friday the 14th of April. Ooh. And then they will go on general sale the tickets remaining on Saturday the 15th of April. Hmm. There are your diaries. Save up all your Easter cash. Yeah, definitely don't spend all that Easter cash. There'll be more information on that. We'll send emails out to Postmap Club members. If you're not currently a Postmap Club member, you should sign up before 
the 14th of April so that you can get access to Howland Fling. For those who might not know, Howland Fling's like our event that we put on once. Does everyone know? I suppose everyone maybe knows. It's an event that we put on every couple of years on the Isle of Egg. Which is a real place. It's a real place. It's a a real real festival. festival. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a lot of music from the Lost Map roster, sort of a showcase for everything that we've got on the label, plus some very, very special guests. Very special guests. And we usually reveal the lineup a wee while after we've sold out the tickets. When you're on the ferry. The tickets sell out really quick. They do. And so, yes, you should. If you definitely want to come, and you should come, it's nice. It's nice. Then you need to sign up to Postmap Club before the 14th, 14th of, of a Friday. The 14th of Friday. April Fool! (laughs) It's not actually happening. None of this is actually happening. But do sign up to Postmap Club. Do sign up. It's definitely a real festival on a real island that definitely exists. It definitely exists. It definitely exists. And so you should definitely sign up to Postmap Club. Johnny. Oh, here we go. I was wondering when this would happen. (laughs) What the f*** (laughs) is Postmap Club? What the f*** is Postmap Club? Postmap Club. Postmap Club. Postmap Club is a way to get new music from us every month, either through your door or straight to your digital inbox. Oh, digital inbox. Every month we send our club members two, sometimes three postcards. These postcards feature <laughs> unique artwork and contain download codes linking you to the new releases from the label. Oh, digital inbox! <laughs> Postmap Club members get access to exclusive sessions, a monthly newsletter from Pictures Trail, that's Hello. Him. <laughs> exclusive merchandise and a reusable discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our webshop and 10% off anything in our band camp. Ooh. The next Bank Up Friday is on the 7th of April, so get that in your calendars if you're already a member. Nice. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> Sometimes professional. <laughs> the club is also the new home of a residency project, Visitations. 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 Where we invite artists to spend a week writing and recording on the Isle of Egg, which is definitely a real place. Yep. <laughs> Postmark Club members can get access to recent releases from the likes of Laia Enyo, Makeness and Emma Cooper. When you sign up, you get a bumper pack of postcards, including this month's postcards, last month's postcards, and the most recent series of visitations. Visitations. All packed up with your membership badge. There are currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. All three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is that if you pay more, you'll get a slightly bigger badge. We also have an annual gift membership option as well as digital only subscriptions for your digital inbox. (laughs) Postback Club is a nice way for you to support what we do as a label and if you enjoy the podcast for some reason, if you like the music that you hear and you want to hear more, then you should join the club. If you want some more info on how to become a member, how you can give the gift of Postmap all year round, you can find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club. It's a very nice club. It would be April Foolish not to. Oh, that was really great. Oh, thanks, Johnny. Lovely pun at the end there. Oh, could you please stuff my digital inbox? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's in the Postmap Club mailbag this month? Well, first up, we've got 
a brand new track from Martha Fion. This is her comeback, her comeback track. She's been away for years, technically years, <laughs> because I think it was 2020 when Nights to Forget came out. Yeah. I mean, it's called Nights to Forget and I have literally for- forgotten night, when night, we put it out. Night to Forgotten. <laughs> Job yeah. done, Martha. We've all forgotten. <laughs> We've all forgotten when it came but out. Great record. Yeah. Great Gorgeous. album. And she's gone and recorded another one. It's called The Ringer. And the first track from it is called The Ringer. The Ringer. Here's a little taste. You were always there beside me Forever 89 You held a chair was The Ringer, or a bit of The Ringer, by Martha Fion. That's coming out publicly on April 3rd this month. April 3rd. If you're a Postmap Club member, you could just listen to that in full straight away right now. It'll be in your digital inbox. All members get an email with all the download codes for all the music that we're releasing this month, as well as their postcards. And yeah, it's the title track from her new album and... That's coming out in the summer. We'll reveal the exact date when the album goes on sale for pre-order, which should be from April 3rd. And there's a video that accompanies that track as well. It's been beautifully shot by Claire's keyboard player. I just said Claire then. Claire is Martha Fionn's real name. Who's Claire? Who's Claire? We Claire is Martha Fionn. Martha Fionn's real name is Claire McKay. An excellent singer-songwriter. So The Ringer recorded near her hometown in Warren Point in Northern Ireland. Yeah, she recorded it in Newry at this studio called Analog Catalogue, which is run by a fantastic producer called Julie McLarnan, who we've known for years, actually. It's, been, it's really nice that that's all kind of come together. Both Martha Fion and another band on Lost Map have recorded at Analog Catalogue within the past year, but I can't reveal who yet. <gasps> yeah, it's an excellent studio, all recorded to tape. Julie's production style is fantastic. And yeah, very excited for you all to hear Martha Fion's record. It's the one album that I've, since getting the finished mixes back, I've been listening to it every single day, at least once a day, like for the last two and a bit months. I'm obsessed. (laughs) Who wouldn't be? So that's the first postcard in this month's package. Second postcard is from Fire Stations. This is a track called Undercover, and we'll tell you more about it in a wee sec. Just leave us out Why don't the 
Undercover by Fire Stations, a brand new single from them, a five-piece group based in and around Walthamstow in London. We've done a few records with them over the years. Really interesting group, really lovely people. The last thing we did with them was a series of EPs called Automatic Tendencies. That was really cool. And before that, we put out an album there. It's called The Year Dot. And yeah, excited to say that there's a brand new collection of recordings that we'll be releasing later on this year and there'll be more information of that when the single comes out which i believe is on april the 25th the 25th the 25th remember remember the 25th of april that's what they all say april phil <laughs> <laughs> no it is out on the 25th it is out on the 25th and you will of get april. more info and you'll be able to trust us then this is really tricky to do in a podcast on april fool's day isn't it because i I'll, Everything just feels very loaded with lies. Yep. Maybe there is an April Fool tucked away in this episode. I'm looking at them. Oh, thanks very much. (laughs) (laughs) Undercover is going to be out as part of uh, our Postmap Club this month. It's on a postcard. We've got a third postcard in this month's (gasps) mailbag, which is uh, from the group Hairband. Hairband. Who are a super group. Based in and around and quite far beyond Glasgow. Yes, yes, yeah. Glasgow is more of a concept, really, than a place. For them, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think being a band is a bit, is a bit of a concept <laughs> for them now as well, as all will be revealed in this interview that we've done with Hairband. They've got a brand new album, which is truly fantastic. It's uh, called Under the Plow. They're a group who I've been a fan of for years. We did a show with them at Celtic Connections back in, it might have been 2018 or the beginning of 2019. I think it was 2018. It was part of a thing that Craig from Savage Mansion was doing called Underachievers Club. Yeah, Hairband performed at that. And it was really like just such an excellent set. And I'd been a fan of their music for a while then. And the EP that they put out on through Monorail was fantastic. And when they approached me last year with their recordings, I was blown away just hearing the the full album that they'd made their debut album as a band uh, that they'd started recording before the first lockdown and they've been sat on it for the last well nearly three years now and okay. yeah what a mad <laughs> what <laughs> a mad time that it's been what crazy gestation period for this record to exist but it's a truly fantastic album and we'll speak more about it in a wee bit but yeah we've got emma simone and rowan here to chat about the making of Under the Plough and there's also Rachel who's based over in Berlin who's adding her two cents as well as to what the record's about. Her t- two euros, sorry. Yeah, get it right. Well, is it not cents? I don't know. In I euros? Just said I, don't... That. I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> oh, you're so Brexit now. You can't... The euro the euro's a concept to Triggering. you. Triggering. Triggering. <laughs> so here we go. Here's an interview with Hairband.
Hello. Hi. We are hairband. A bit of hairband. Yeah. Hair um, you are speaking with Rowan and Emma and Simone. We are sat in my front room. We've just enjoyed a banoffee hot cross bun oh, and yes. a cup of tea oh, on a yes. rainy Tuesday night in Charlotte. Mm. I think we were all working today, so we're chilling out on the rug in Rowan's living room. Beautiful living room. Yeah. Surrounded by plants. Let me make it up. We first got together 2016. 2016. Yeah, how did we meet? Like, how did we meet each other? Like? I remember meeting you at the 13th note. Yeah, I took a picture with you. I, I took pictures. You went, excuse me, can you take a picture of us? Really? Or something like that. And there's a picture of me taking a picture of you. And that was like a beautiful meeting. Aww. No, I threw my shoe at you by accident. When, was it the shoe, shoe, shoe gig? Yeah, um, someone was going, shoe. Sure, sure. And everyone's like, their shoes off and chucked them at the stage. Yeah, it was a young skeg and everyone... I took my shoes off because I had a weird thing that I just always had to have my shoes off when we played live. That's cute. Just just pretty annoying, really. And then, yeah, everyone started taking their own shoes off. That was (laughs) was a young show. (laughs) That was a young show, but was Breakfast Moth playing? Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, our previous bands. We, We all... Well, probably, well, maybe me and Sefi didn't play so much, but we were all going to gigs. We were all going to gigs in Glasgow at around about the same time or playing them yeah. in various bands. I remember the, the conversation me and Sefi had initially. This, like, uh, it was outside the 13th Note. I'm pretty sure it was like a breakfast month gig. Mm. And I think, I'd, I think it was maybe one of the first times we met as well. Mm. Maybe it was that night. Who knows? Who been that gig? And we were just like, let's play. Mm. I think we were all kind of quite energised by the idea of making music with other women as yeah, well. I think that kind of drew us together a wee bit. don't know if there was like a specific reason. It ended up being the five of us. I think it was just like a mutual shared love of the Glasgow music scene and, and kind of all wanting to create music at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe we were all in talks about it and then Rachel moved to Glasgow and that was the main catalyst of like, oh, if you join as well, then we can finally do this band that we're yeah. talking about. It was definitely around that time that Rachel had just first moved and her and Sefi had hit it off. Yeah. And I remember Sefi being really excited to introduce us to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, Sefi was definitely probably one of the... She was a, cat, a catalyst yeah. in, in getting us sort of together to actually write and, and create music. We told yeah. this story on the radio and we all had the giggles, but then I listened back and was like, I just had my events, like, timelines different to everybody. I don't know, I was yeah. like, is that what happened? Yeah. Sammy says something like, I went across town. <laughs> and, like, like, and I ran across town. <laughs> it was like, such a you fetched us from various bars Aww. and we, we made a band. But yeah, I suppose... Even there, we were just listening back to some of our early recordings. and Literally before we started recording this, it was cute, yeah. Uh-huh. It feels, it does, it feels so long ago. It oh took us boy. a long time to get going as well, because we couldn't all get together, like we can't all get together now, and then... Yeah, from the get-go, we've from the get-go. Like, <laughs> it's been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but, yeah, it took us a while to, like... And then play. Even. Yeah, well, like I think year. it was sort of like we right. ended up booking a show without really having a set. Yeah, and then uh, which shows the sort of yeah. trust that is involved in the Glasgow music scene. Yeah, uh, where someone was willing to put us on. I know. Without we had, I think, four yeah. songs. I think we played four songs. Four songs on our first show, at Freakender. Mm-hmm. But it's always just been kind of 
yeah, trying to fit fit stuff together, fit our lives together to create music and yeah, yeah, we've been very lucky in a lot of the opportunities we've had. I think oh, yeah, our first definitely. EP came to fruition because I was doing a course at Green Door, yeah, and had some time to record, and so we used that oh, to do yeah. the EP, That's and then funny. from that we were able to release the EP on vinyl because of monorail which was really cool mm-hmm. and then again really cool that we're going to be able to release with the album yeah here because i don't know our situation is so sort of different scattered. from a lot of yeah scattered that's exactly the word um think, yeah we didn't really know how this was going to look how the album was going to go out into the world and it's exciting that it is yeah um, thanks because it's Lothman. kind of been a long time coming we recorded it just before lockdown and i don't know what we thought was going to happen with it then but obviously that totally changed because we were all thrown into yeah. a worldwide pandemic and it just sort of sat for a bit. Changed and changed and changed. Yeah. Like it morphed. So, so it feels times. really nice sort of to have it jumping out into the world now. We didn't work on an album, we just worked on songs when we could and they all just kind of came together. Yeah. Um, we played some of them live before we recorded them and some of them didn't really get played at all until we sort of recorded them for the album, I think. Yeah, yeah and for sure. Yeah, I guess one track was written. Really, really just, fast. Yeah, just because <laughs> we wanted to get just like show. I was like, can we please try it? And then we did, but I was like, we did. It's actually one of our favourites probably now. Yeah, it's the next single, <laughs> yeah. actually. And then we, we recorded back at Green Door. I think mm-hmm. we had a really great experience there the first time, so it felt pretty natural to yeah. choose to record there again with Ronan. Ronan's I think amazing. he really got our sound, and it's just got a really nice energy. I think we always enjoyed being there. Yeah, yeah. it was lots of fun. But there was quite a lot of, again, back and forth with the recording, or after we recorded initially, and then we went into lockdown, there was quite a lot of trying to get back in when rules eased up yeah. and get sort of stuff finalised and mixed Next, and that yeah. sort of thing, mm-hmm. where... That process was kind of drawn out because we weren't able to kind of go in and actually do anything for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. And also, like, even leading up to the recording, like, having to just cram in a bunch of rehearsal time with Rachel because we hadn't all been together for ages. And Did we explain it? Yeah, she yeah. lives in Berlin. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing with the recordings. Like, we needed her takes to be right because she, there's no way she could have come yeah. back at that point. Now, like, still, it's a stretch, but then... It was COVID. Like, yeah. There's like those takes are just like, like immortal. Like yeah. those are, those never, are the takes. <laughs> it made the whole thing feel quite like it, there was that jitteriness in the air already. Like remember going in on the train to Green yeah. Door and just Wearing being like, masks. or this was just before masks yeah. sort of thing. It but was some, so yeah. strange. It was really strange. But it kind of bleeds into the recordings. Like when we we mixed it so many times afterwards. But then I remember yeah, we were all wearing masks and like socially distancing in Green Door, which is like. A, tiny space well, like yeah, really, really cozy we're, <laughs> we're supposed to be distancing from each other but it was like what can you do yeah. we all need to hear in their parts yeah so, but, but i guess yeah it was just a big challenge to to wrap it up yeah 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 i think there was probably points where we weren't sure yeah. it was ever going to yeah. get wrapped up but because so we finished the, the mix surprised. like this time last year 
So it's taken a whole year. A whole again. year. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Um, it's been so pretty much like a, what, two, three? A three-year three year process. Process, yeah. But I think that through all of that, I think probably with all our circumstances changing and morphing all the time, I think we've all kind of had the same feeling that it would be a waste for it not to yeah. have... Yeah, we all just Got get spurts of like, we would all, someone would re-engage in the chat and be like, something like would come up, like it never quite died, we like knew that yeah. it had to come out. Like, Yeah, and I think now we're all in a good place. Yeah, like, just really happy that it's that it's real, that yeah. it's, the people are going to get to hear it because... We worked really hard. Yeah, and we're sort of in the position <laughs> where we don't really we know what the future looks like for the band, so yeah, we don't know if we're going to ever write again or play again, that's sort of a big question mark and... So it feels nice to have this sort of final, beautiful thing that we've all worked on and that we all feel really proud of that's going to go out there and be something that, that people can listen to. So. Yeah, and just big props to Ronan for being so patient with us. Yes, <laughs> so patient. <laughs> and just really great to work with. Just, he was just really... Amazing just, um, guy. A really yeah. good, good little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've going to talk a little bit about is Unconscious Rivals. Yeah, the idea for that came about when we were on tour in Bristol and a few of us were walking around a museum, I think there's like, not a museum, an art gallery in Bristol, and we saw this painting titled Unconscious Rivals and the way that the women were looking at each other or something, we were just like giggling at it and <laughs> then I think just started saying random words around all that and yeah it came about months later but it stuck in our minds from that, that one encounter. yeah yeah and I think it was like a call and response we just kind of listed what we would do on a day how can we write a song that feels like it was from different perspectives people yeah. talking about what they did that day to each other how they can relate yeah things like that I think that's how we yeah, sort of inspired by these two women interacting in the painting, but then also just how we all interact. And yeah, I think we call this one like the strokes one, or like the one that, or maybe that was sitting in circles. Another one. And it's like a few of them started as like, oh, this one sounds like the strokes. <laughs> I don't know if it was this one or not, but um, yeah, when you added the drums, Emma, it just all came together. It was like, so yeah, I think uh, I had that just little part that goes between the two chords. And then everybody added their little intricate, cool mm-hmm. parts. And then when Sefi wrote that bass part, there wasn't a bass line then. <laughs> and she, yeah, had a completely different bass line and then changed it. And that used to be like what kept us from finalising songs sometimes where we'd like write parts and then be like, no, I want to change it, I want to change mm-hmm. it. But for that, it's like, Stop. when you change that, it was yeah. awesome. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
circles is probably one of the older tracks on the album. Mm. But I remember, like, we must have had, like, a wee break during recording the EP, mm. and we were trying to figure that out then. I had a recording of you, like, first singing it and stuff. Yeah, it's a pickle. I sang it, but someone wrote most of the lyrics. I wrote it when I was on holiday with a bunch of people in Italy, like a big like pals <laughs> holiday, and it was like about us all sitting around the table and sitting in circles, but we're all getting drunk every night, like sitting in circles, smashed to pieces. It was really true. <laughs> it was also based on like I brought this candle holder thing with three women. It's like made of this clay, and I brought it back on a plane, and it got completely destroyed. Mm. And it was like. That imagery and then the other imagery of people is like, oh, I was there clever at the time. <laughs> then, uh, so I wrote that and then, yeah, just looking out at like the hills and having to think about life. So that was the lyrics, but they fit. They, With the guitar. I, I guess, yeah, they, they just they just made sense at the mm, time. Yeah. Um, I think quite a lot of her songs worked that way where, like with that, I'd written a guitar part, but it was like someone's lyrics, but maybe we were all coming to the table with little bits Different or little bits. things yeah, yeah, and sure. quite often they would end up fitting into one song rather than being the start of like multiple songs yeah. they would they would somehow morph morph into one we would work out ways for guitar parts to fit with other guitar parts or other vocal lines and mm. yeah I think sitting in circles probably a good example of that because I think there was lots of little bits <laughs> of things that probably we'd be working on separately which happened again because we were only practicing sort of sporadically mm-hmm. I remember as well well you'll hear it it's, it's not out yet um, but the end of that song, there's like four parts. I think there's constantly like four parts going over yeah. the top of each other. Mm-hmm. It's like the bass is doing a high part, and then there's two completely different panned guitar. Like it's just, I was like, how did we? How did we actually do that? How did yeah. we play that live? Like it's yeah, it just cra- it was like it was like addition and subtraction with a lot of the writing. But with this one, it's like right, everybody play the end. Oh, everybody end play that bit, and it just worked. Like yeah. um, mm-hmm. it was always one of my favorite tracks to play live as well. I always enjoyed it I yeah thought it was fun live okay, it wasn't finished that yeah that was that was the last one when we were doing recording that take that take the take <laughs> we were just staring at each other like I was in bass room just like locked in yeah yeah but it's a really it's one of the best takes I think scattered across different lands. Now Rachel is going to tell you about two of the other songs. Crimson Wave. This song is about the experience of going through cycles, particularly the cycle that some women go through when they are menstruating. And how it affects your reality, how you deal with things that come your way, how you deal with stuff inside your own head. And the wave, the crimson wave, is like a, a metaphor for what that experience is like overall and it kind of washes over you. And sometimes you get washed away by it. You're out at sea and other times 
you're capable of surfing it, but it's always a bit predictable and unpredictable at the same time. Surfacing. This song is about living in a state of mind or of feeling, or when you're in a position where you feel a bit stuck or lost or confused, and you spend a lot of time waiting, and the only thing you really have to hold on to. If you can imagine this feeling, I'm not sure if all people have had this experience, but all you have to hold on to are things that happen in dream, messages that come to you through dreams or synchronicities in your life, symbolic messages that let you know that very quietly that things will somehow become clear eventually. We had to put I in the bio, it, yeah. like, not not playing shows because we got some really nice gig offers, actually, but we can't make it work. It just, yeah. we can't yeah. play live at the moment. I think it's just being realistic. We are five people with very different lives and different priorities and we're living in different places and yeah. focusing on different things. Yeah, but a lot of us, you yeah, still play music and we do all still yeah. do yeah. Our, our own artistic things. Yeah, um, and someone's a got a solo thing going on and Seth is in a few bands and Rachel... It's just released record and yeah. So I think there's lots of film musical projects that will go forward. But I don't think I think there's times that it feels really sad, but other times I think it's just we all know that it's the natural way of things. It's how Yeah. It took a long time for us to come to town and like but now it's like it's cool. Yes. Yeah. Just appreciate I think that even, had. But yeah, no, I think it doesn't make us any less excited that the, the album's gonna be out and um and it's spring we're all time. feeling really it's positive ready. about that. So Yeah. Nice to have some sort of engagement around the album and be able to do things like this podcast and stuff again. And I think one of the nice things that I I think the last time I met up with these guys was that feeling that we could almost like resume friendships in a way that didn't Wasn't circle around in the band. Yeah, and we saw each other before that, it would, there'd always be some. We need to finish this mix. Do. We need to finish the blah blah blah. <laughs> or the, it was always. Yeah. I think a lot of our friendships started to revolve just around how yeah. band works and what yeah. we were doing with band and I think it's been yeah. I felt like it's been really nice I think especially healthier through yeah. isolation yeah. of lockdown and stuff mm-hmm. to sort of feel like there's been that connection and the album's been partly the reason for that but then it's kind of off the back of that sort of trying to yeah yeah totally nice silver lining I suppose. yeah <laughs> but yeah we're really grateful for the like opportunities and like the feedback it's like even some of those two singles and we're just excited to have it out in the world yeah so, thank you again
Yeah, okay. thank you, Lost for Thank you. For giving us the opportunity to do that. And for your patience. <laughs> for your patience. <laughs> was Vary Papa, taken from Hairband's brand new album Under the Plough, which is coming out this month on Lost Map Records on the 21st of April. It's available in a physical format, cassette tape. And all you cool kids love cassette tapes. I hope you do, because we've got some for sale. Very limited edition. Very limited edition, yeah. We've not got many of them. If the band choose to go on tour, then we might make more, but... It's looking doubtful after that interview, isn't it? That they're going to be <laughs> touring anytime soon. So if you do want a cassette tape and you really should purchase one while you still can because they're very limited, please buy from the Lost Map web shop or from our band camp. If you're a Post Map Club member, you get a lovely discount. Yeah. It's a really great record. I've said that so many times, but I do mean it with all of my heart. Really beautiful sounds on there. Great songs. And yeah, I dearly hope that they do do more stuff in the future because... They work really well together. Mm. What a lovely collective. Speaking of collective, we sort of vaguely chatted about it last month, I think, but we Mm. did this collective recording project on the Isle of Egg at the beginning of March. You say we. I wasn't there. You weren't there, no. So you're going to have to tell me what happened. Who was there? Well, I can't. I'd like to tell you what happened, but I can't tell the listeners the full... The Spoiler, listener, I know. <laughs> I can't tell the listener. Um, my mom, <laughs> April Fool, she wouldn't listen. <laughs> April Fool, she's dead. My mom's dead. Oh God! Thanks for bringing that up. Unbelievable. Uh, hi, Johnny's dad. <laughs> <laughs> he never listens. He's never supported me in anything I've done. 
April Fool. Oh, that's all coming out now. April Fool, Dad. There was a group of us, nine of us, that came up. Oh, spoilers! I am. I'm going to give you some spoilers. Nine, including you. Nine, including me. Okay. Oh, eight people. Eight people. There was a caterer. My children were there. There's about there was eleven there some nights, and yeah, we spent the week writing and recording brand new material for a new project that we'll be unveiling over the summer. But it was a really yeah, it was an excellent thing to do. I've kind of spent the last wee while just doing albums as Pictish Trail, where it's just been myself and a producer, yeah, recording a in life, a room together. It? It's a lonely it, life. It is quite, it's quite erotic at times. <laughs> but <laughs> with nine erotic. of us, it was very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, the place stank by the end. Sorry, I've ruined this. But yeah, really cool writing and recording in a group environment and made me think about taking more chances on things in the future in terms of doing projects like this. It was really cool. I was quite worried about it beforehand, but as soon as we were all in a room together making the sounds, it just made me think, Godge, Godge. Godge. Oh, Godge. <laughs> oh, Godge. Why have we not done this before, Godge? <laughs> and it's worth saying that the the nine individuals involved are all part of the Lost Map family and it's all part of the 10th, birthday celebrations we should have had 10 of us shouldn't we maybe maybe we'll have to just say on the press release that it's 10 yeah one for every year yeah that makes sense is there time for me to add some backing vocals and you can pay me i mean there is time but i don't know if we will get you to do backing vocals yeah fair enough i mean it's worth a try we did uh, a few takes of the welcome to lost map (laughs) podcast at the beginning of today's show uh, that haven't made the edit where we, we tried harmonising. Yeah. We could try it now if you want. No, no, no. Okay. I feel, now I feel... <laughs> Exposed. Em- embarrassed. Like, You're a great you... singer if you try. <laughs> <laughs> I like it to be effortless. So more, more to come from that. It was really nice. I'm looking forward to all that stuff coming out. There's going to be some very special shows related to that band as well. And has all it got a name here. yet? Obviously, you don't have to say the name. But is there? Have you also have all ten of you, mm, uh, including nice. me, settled on <laughs> set, settled on a, a name for it? Um, well, I had already settled on a name. Oh, for it you had That's going into the project. Okay. Well, it was me that organised it. Oh, fair enough. But then. I don't think anyone else agreed with with me as to what the name should be. Uh, sorry, I don't think anyone agreed with me as, as to what the name will be. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old Pictish trail spirit that it's we all my, know and love. <laughs> my way or the highway. Is that the name? Yeah. <laughs> my way or the highlands. So I think this brings us running Neatly. speedily along to the end of today's episode. We're going to play one final track close off today's episode it's a track from last month's postmap club it's an exclusive track i suppose it was exclusive we're playing it in full now anyone now it's an exclusive if you're not a postmap club member stop listening now <laughs> it's not for you this is the deli finger remix of the song wild geese by amy may ellis amy's heading out on tour throughout the month of may and tickets are on sale just now she's playing in bristol on may the 18th the 22nd of may she's playing in london on the 24th of May, she's playing in Coventry. 26th, she's playing in Leeds. <laughs> On the 27th, she's playing in Farndale, which Farndale. is where she's from. I was nice. going to say, is that an April Fool? That's a real place. That's a real place, Farn- Farndale. 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 She's playing at the band room in Farndale. Is it the Woolpack in Farndale? It does sound a bit um, Emmerdale Farm, doesn't it? It does sound a bit. 
well, you should go. Band. That sounds lovely. It will be. Apparently, it's a very nice venue. I've never been. May twenty seventh, she's playing there, and on twenty eighth of May, she's playing in York. On the thirtieth of May, she's playing in Newcastle, and on the thirty first of May, she's playing in Glasgow, which is the show that I told you about at the top of the show. Oh, we bring it back. She'll be performing that show, headlining that show with her band, with support from LT Leaf and myself. Pictish Trail and this one detail that I forgot to mention earlier on the the name of the, that event the Glasgow show is Lost Map Under Gaia and the artist Luke Jeram is going to have an installation in the venue it's a really large replica well I suppose it's a very small replica of the planet <laughs> Earth <laughs> but it's a really large installation but it's a, a a scale model of the planet Earth all lit up and spinning I believe that they're going to have it up for the month or maybe a bit longer, at the Charles Rennie Macintosh Church in Glasgow. But if you want to come and see it on the day that Lost Map are playing, you, you'll have to pay considerably more for the entry. Right, okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's a bargain, you get that, and a gig. But I mean, no, if you're, if you're well, going to go and see it anyway, yeah. save, save it up and just come and see the gig as well. You It'll might be come, beautiful. Might as well just come and see us perform underneath it. Uh, Laura, it's been great chatting to you. Thank you for accompanying me as always on this podcast journey on this journey yeah what a lovely journey every every month we just have a we have a nice time and and with you the gentle listener dear gentle listener thank you so much for listening to us and thank you for sending in your top 10 lost map tracks we've had a bunch of you get in touch over the past month a direct facebook message as well which i very i rarely go on facebook but i got a message as well yeah, we don't exciting. condone the direct Facebook we don't. messages. No, go for the email. Go for Just the email, email because please. I will. I will forget that I got. I will block you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were going to say, isn't it? Stop sending me lewd pictures as well as your top oh, no, keep, ten. Keep those coming. <laughs> Just, <laughs> just stop the top ten. <laughs> stop the lewd top tens. <laughs> yeah, if you've got a top ten lost map tracks that you'd like to send us please do so at club at lostmap.com. We're going to be releasing our Lost Map compilation over the summer and yeah, we could use some inspiration from you, the listener. So please send in your tracks. And we've decided that one of you will win the compilation that we make. Not the compilation that you make, but the compilation that we make. We make. Just to remind you, you're about to listen to the Deli Finger remix of <laughs> Wild Geese by Amy May Ellis. I've been Pictish Trail. I've been Laura Doherty. Thanks and very much. you've been great. Oh, Thank you to Joe Cormack for his editing oh, skills. You, you, almost, you forgot about Joe there, didn't you? No, oh, it was for him. <laughs> You've been great. It was for Joe. Oh, was it? No, but it is now. April stools. <laughs> <laughs> Big love. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Bring 